fall in two. Yep. And you just clap to sink it. Oh, you had to do one. Well, I was I I, I felt like I had to clap to get it. <laughs> didn't it feel like it was my sound? I didn't until clap I clapped right. It. Is that it? I didn't clap right. Yours was a bit like, you know, a little tap, whereas mine was a nice bassy. Probably. Yeah. Even your claps have good rhythm and bass. You tell us. You tell us at home. Was that a, was letters doing enough of a clap there? And on that note, welcome to Woody and Letters. One and all. Children and adults, mythical creatures of all kinds, to the brand new podcasting show, Woody and Letters. I mean, I was going for the more casual sort of, hi yeah. guys, Woody and Letters, but you just went for the whole... I wanted to give You me... had to cover everyone, even mythical creatures who might well, be listening. you don't know what kind of minotaur is listening right now. True, um, I don't know that. You're absolutely right. I don't want to exclude any audience members, you know? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, I just, I'm I'm just a bit more chill, you know? It's a bit more like, you're right, welcome to the show. Well, Here we are. Are you though? We'll see about oh, that. Ho, ho. Throughout the course exactly. of this. Exactly. The this. dynamic will be established. So yeah, this is Woody and Letters, which is basically a little podcast mm-hmm. from me, Joe Woodhead, Woody. Uh, and I'm... Who are you? Who am I? <laughs> Who are you? Um, Terry Letters Silver. Terry Letters Silver. How about that? Is that there you do you like that? There you go. I like sure. that. I like that. You got your nickname in the middle there. Yeah. Nice little commas. And um, who are we? Who are we? Well, why should anyone give a crap about you right now? And me? Well, I think you've been a bit hostile there, haven't <laughs> I? Member of the public. Why should I care about you? We might get these questions. You you're absolutely ready. right. You know, you're absolutely right. I think, but exactly. But as I said, a bit hostile to jumble and say why should. Anyway, um, I'm a I'm a film I'm a film graduate from Preston, and does sound design and filmmaking generally. And um, that is is my filmmaking partner. We've been doing films together since we were very young. Jeez, what was it like? Eleven? We made our first film. Yeah, yeah, something like twelve, I think. Yeah, we did an anti-bullying. We did an anti-bullying film for school, and then and we put our school on the map. We Ish. come from a very small town in Derbyshire, and they uh, they loved that. Well, they got well. This is it. They had a they had, you used to have like a media college partnership thing in a jig. Mm. Um, they've lost that now. Because oh. obviously, because we left, yes, that was it. That was it for media for that school. <laughs> they had very little at that school, and that's why saying that what we did was actually worth a damn. It was. It was. Yeah. It was. It was somewhat different, wasn't it? And um, I don't know. I'm very passionate. I don't know. I, I don't know about you, but I'm very passionate about filmmaking. You know, it's something which. Oh no! I hate it. Oh, okay then. Yeah, I thought so. I thought you were only doing it for the for the women. To be quite honest. Yeah, I'm like, where are all the babes, yo? I know it's been it's been like seven years now, and oh, ten years, ten years, yeah, ten years, and ten, not a single babe. Ten years. Don't don't say that to me. It's ten years. Been ten years. Well, oh since you started gosh. filmmaking, yeah, it's it's a decade because we're 23 now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we. So this is. So this podcast was basically for filmmakers. A lot of it, you know, all the digital content, or whatever artists or musicians or, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, um, homeless Harry down the street, you know, I don't care who listens really. Um, <laughs> don't be, don't be having a go at Harry now. I like Harry. Leave Harry alone. I'm just, I'm just, I know I've, I know I've taken his homeless situation and put it on top of it and, you, and you given him a nickname. It, you're selling it back to him. Um, it's good alliteration though, isn't it? Love you, Harry, if you're listening. Yeah, but, um. He doesn't exist. But, right. um. 
But this show basically was the idea of playing royalty-free music that people want uh, that ba- from bands who want their music to get out there any way they can. Yeah, so we're going to be doing that, but also we're going to be talking a lot, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that's one of the big about yeah. films or filmmaking or or just about general life. What we've seen this week, what we've done this week. Yeah, a bit of that in there. Not too much, though. No, not enough to bore you. You know, <laughs> hopefully to keep you interested. But, you know, if you've got... And we're going to list all the music that we use in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to contact the band, maybe to use their song or have a listen to some other tracks that they've done. Yes. That we can use This to... This is the idea. This is the thing of, like, we want to help filmmakers and just any artists... Like, and if we can do that, that'd be fantastic. Exactly, get some networking going, because, you know, royalty-free music, good royalty-free music is a really hard thing to come by, for making films yeah. for as long as they have, yep. um, to legally use some music um, without any copyright problems is an issue. But yep. I think Freesound is, and Freesound and um, and uh, Soundcloud and some of these things which have an open yeah. mass of brilliance in them. Because the thing is, um, there's it, it, it's funny, there's no bridge between these people who really want to get loads of good music for their films, but of course can't afford to, but to buy any particular mainstream music, um, and all these fantastic musical artists with... Uh, just zero audience, basically, or very little audience. Exactly, you know? so we're hoping to bridge that gap. So I'm doing right. the fingers. Do right. some networking. Here's some fingers. Put your fingers together, folks. Everyone oh. together. Yeah. Finger, finger could join. If you have to, I don't <laughs> finger could join. <laughs> that's what that is, and that's what we're doing. We are the finger could join brothers. Can you actually? I know. I know we're doing the action of finger yeah. could joining, but do you think that's going to come across at home? For the for the for the picture of this episode, can we just have finger could join? Some finger could join. Yeah, I'll that's draw the, it that's the name of the episode, man. The finger could join, <laughs> and then you know we'll do a picture because you know I'm just imagining people. I'm like, what, what are they doing? They like bending their finger. We're not. Fi- we're not conjoining each other's fingers. No, no, no. Should we try that? that? Should we see what that no, looks like? No, no. I, I don't know about that. You like, don't want to do that. No, <laughs> I'm not a big, not a big fan of the finger touching. All right, fine. I mean, you're my leg, your legs touching me a little bit. And that's, home, that's stressing me out. It's a bit. something you can do with friends. You know, um, just join fingers, let them interlock. Because that's that's. That's the beauty of life and what we do. Here. I'm gonna stop talking now. Go on, you Can we something. play a track? Is it okay? Yeah. All right. Fine. Time for the first one. I think so. Yeah. These guys are exceptional. They um, uh, are really fun, really unique, and uh, they've helped us out personally very recently because uh, they've they've been in one a of recent our, films. Of ours, recent yeah. films. We'll make. We'll maybe talk about that later. But but it, I think we'll get onto that after this. Yeah, after the yeah. first song. But yeah, you're right. I think. Um, yeah, big shout out to them. What's the name again? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're called Disco in the Disco. So if you want to use, uh, they've got loads of great tracks. We'll just play one of them now. But if you're interested in using any of their music, they're totally up for having some of their music used in films and stuff. We'll, uh, we'll put the, some contact details of in. Of course we will, yeah. We'll like link to their page. On so, yeah, on that'd be perfect. Cloud, yeah, we'll do that in the description of this Podcast. On WordPress, I assume. I don't know how it works. I know. What this is going to do it? Yeah, that's all my I'm, job. I'm fobbing off as soon yeah, as we're done exactly. it. Off to a party, so. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's how it goes, isn't it? You leave me <laughs> home with all the work. Well, I sound like a disgruntled... Exactly. Right. exactly. I sound like a disgruntled housewife. This is Disco in the Disco.
Right, that was Barbiers by Disco in the Disco. Great tune. Absolutely love it. It's 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 so jolly, isn't it? We were when we were doing the um when we were doing this film for Comic Con, um I remember we we would think about the ending. Because mm-hmm. how the heck do we end something like this? Yeah. And we were, we were so little at a time. And, and I remember you playing that song. And I just thought, that's it. That's the way we end it. <laughs> yeah. That sums up everything that's just happened. It's a crazy mishmash really, electronic. Yeah, it was like a weird little sci-fi thing, but it also had some comedy. And yeah. It, you know, we wanted to people to go away feeling like... Upbeat. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, which... Not take it too seriously. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, it, it's it's a song that really suited its purpose. So thank you very much, Disco and Disco, for that because it was. I remember immediately after hearing that, thinking, "Yes, yeah, the one. That's the one. That's the way we got to do." Do you it. want to talk about the Comic Con then? I, thing, I, I I think we should. I think I think if you've um if you've like if you work Comic Con and you got one of our cards, haha, welcome. welcome. Right, thank you very much for looking us up. <laughs> but, um, so, if, but if not, we we we've not been yet. This is this is this is no. this is us the Friday before Comic Con going yeah. to London. Two days away. Technically, Comic Con is on now, but yeah. we're going on the Sunday. Um, really excited. Going down so, to London because we're Sheffield based. What happened, Woody? What happened? Um, well, you got a you got um you got you were asked to help on another film oh, for Comic Con, yeah. weren't you? Isn't you were asked to help on another film for Comic Con. <laughs> um, a friend of yours, and um, uh, it's a film competition. It's, it's forty eight hours to make a film. So we have to. So we we're given a brief of the theme of the film, mm-hmm. the title of it, the, a line of dialogue, and a prop we have to use in it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Tay was asked to, to help out on another. Project yeah, my right friend Brad, I want to apologise to Brad for not actually <laughs> ending up helping at all. But we're going to do projects together in the future. I'm sure, it's yeah, it's fine. I basically took his idea, ran it back, came ran it back home and we're yeah. like, Oi, Woody, let's make a film, there's a film competition going off. And we did. And we rivaled them, and we beat yeah, everyone. We no, got we well, yeah, yeah. We got well. We're in the top ten at least. We got we're getting shown yeah. at Comic Con, which is massive. For which, us. to be honest, like I, you know, there's the, like top three prizes, which is stuff like there's five actually. beautiful there's, camera. There's, is there really? I think there's four or five. Yeah, because oh. there's, there's um there might be four actually, but there's a, there's a there's a rig as well. There's a, like a shoulder rig. Yeah, I thought that was third prize. Second prize is like green screen stuff. But there's like filmmaking books for fourth or something. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. So so yeah. So there's, oh, there's so a good, pretty good chance. Then. I know. Either way. Either way. Yeah. Either, I don't. I don't care. We got asked we got to in. go to Comic Con and watch yeah. our film on a big screen. So I, I'm stunned by that. That's the best thing that Get we could have by possibly some... hoped for. I mean, it was, and some of the competition has been stiff. I don't know what is about our film that someone liked, but someone obviously did. Yeah, I guess they did. But, but anyway, our theme was cloning. Cloning. So we had to make a film in forty-eight hours about cloning with the title shut down. Yeah, and uh, prop was a selfie. Yes, and he had to do a selfie in it as well, and a line of dialogue. It's not. We sort of we, we just shoved that in, really, didn't we? Line of dialogue. <laughs> it, works. it works. It works. But it wasn't like we centered the piece around it. Oh is gosh, it? No, it was just no. an offline that I said. So um, yeah, we basically just stayed up on the Friday night, coming up with an idea, um, uh, tearing each other's hair out because that's how it works. And you know, you know, you care about something if. If if we all just went, yeah, it's fine. I think we it doesn't yeah, show any passion whatsoever. We're like, no, this has to this specifically this. this, this oh. But I don't know about the tone of the film we're trying to get across here. Little things we were just arguing on, like, oh, but if you're thinking that, then there's no way it's going to work. And yeah, me, Terry, and our friend Josh, Elizabeth, who's a great DOP. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. letters. 
Yeah. Yeah, well, you, yeah, you don't like taking cold tablets. That's yeah. just old, that's old school happened, you see. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we stayed, up, we stayed up, like, all Friday night coming up with the idea. Then Saturday, we just shot it. We just shot it. We didn't even think Everything. about it. We went three locations, got them all done, um, and just... And then Sunday, we had one last thing to film in the morning. Yeah, and then we had to just edit it. And then just edit like crazy. It was madness. I don't know if people have ever done it. I mean, there were people who were at the race. You understand what the pressure's like. Yeah. But well, um, I was just... I, was, I mean, I only had a few hours of sleep because I had work on Saturday night anyway. Yeah, and, you, uh, yeah. both you and Josh were working at the yeah, weekend. I, I barely survived and I had eight hours sleep, you know. Oh, God. So. But, um, but it was totally worth it in the end. And the editing... And it was just... It rushed to the edit as well because we had to swap computers last minute. We to, had no... Like, the whole end ending changed because we couldn't do it we had a really we complicated ending in mind but then it just turned out well you have to figure it out for yourself here's a shot so we ended up going with more subtle route and hoping the audience sort of got the rest of it but yeah i, I um, mean super happy with it out in actually and we got it in minutes before yeah 10 minutes really before the deadline i mean that's that's cutting it thin yeah to hell's yeah but, but yeah, we did it and they got it and, yeah, and they liked it so that's amazingly a few days later go back to us yeah, I, I do recommend doing these sort of things if you're if you're another filmmaker um, who's just you're not really sure about oh don't you think you got the kit to do it really you find a way I think I think you, you look at the yeah. you look at you look at the pieces that have done done for Comic Con that have gone in they're really well made you know but they're also for you can tell they're forty eight hours they're not, it, yeah it, definitely the fact is that you made something decent with the time you've got it, it shows you it's a really good exercise to see how you can work under pressure really because those last two hours where we swap computers <laughs> to edit it again <laughs> just Crazy. my god uh, i've never done as i'm a pretty i'm pretty hard on my sound as well i do a lot of sound design work and i only had 20 minutes to do all the sound work it was you know t- that's like i saw that it, it took away a part of you to do that it, it, it took a big part it's like of I, you to be like... i sold my soul to do that you know <laughs> But it was really good fun. I really enjoyed making, and I do recommend it. I mean, and if you do, you've got plenty of royalty-free music to choose from. This hey, yeah, you do from here. Or you know what? What do you let us? What we're doing also is even if you if you knew, even if you're not a filmmaker, come on in, listen to some nice music you won't hear anywhere else. Exactly. Or just hear about two guys talking about films, media. You know, yeah, if you're the, interested in getting involved. Oh, uh, also, I wanted or just to watching say, films. Um, yeah, super worth doing these sort of film competitions if you can, like because. Uh, even if you don't have any kit at all, really, I've made short films on a, an iPhone before. Yeah. Oh god, like, you have, yeah. Um, they were great. Obviously, like the more you can get better kit and get the better, the more professional it's going to seem. But um, if you have that drive, if you have that creative passion for it, just like use whatever you can. It's what Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez said. Robert Rodriguez mm-hmm. is um, Sin City director. He also directed a film called Desperado. I love and, and all the Spy of, Kids. All the Spy Kids as well. <laughs> he once gave me a bit of. He once said a bit of advice at a Comic Con panel actually, um, which has always stuck with me. Is that you should make films with what you have. You know, write scripts about what with what you have. You know, get utilize what you've got. I mean, what we did, we had enough. We don't have very much, really, but we know locations around Sheffield. We know, and we know that we can act. So we just use those bits and push them forward. Yeah, we basically just act ourselves and like. If your dad's call got in a couple of favors from friends, exactly, and locations from you know, we use the pub where you work mm-hmm. for a location as well. It's just it's it is worth doing just to see if, just to see if you could do it as well because it's it is it's fascinating bit. Of, uh, Sometimes necessity brings out. Creativity. That's a hell of a saying to go to the next sense? song on that. Oh, okay. Then. Necessity creates creativity. Sometimes. Who's next? Right, uh, this beautiful band now called 
Royal Outsiders. Ooh. Yeah, from Chicago, Lovely. in the United States. So, uh, all the way from the States coming at you. Uh, this song's called Neither Here Nor There. the halls of yonder slip away before you caught in the jaws of order stuck in the web the cynics been in the way
Okay, that was Royal Outsiders with Against Your Soul. From the album Neither Here Nor There. What do you think of that? It was um, Guns N' Rosie, you know what I mean? <laughs> Guns N' Rosie. Yeah, that's, that's an adjective for you there. It was Gunsy no. and it was Rosie. It was Gunsy, it was Rosie. Made me feel Rosie. It was, um, yeah, I, I was imagining, if I was going to use that in a film, I was imagining either use it as your like opening shot for a film and it'd have to be like crane shot, helicopter shot across a city or, you know, uh, some sort of thing like that. And it's just like, whoosh, here we are into this world. And it's just like, here we go, you know, either that or someone's decided to um, like run away or trying to uh, get is getting out of some you know situation in his life. And he finally, you know, grabs his bag and he's like, I'm leaving this, this place for him. good. Throws it in the back of a car and just starts driving. And it's like a montage of him going through, like, out, you know, out of this small town to deserts to, yeah. like, different places. And it's all changing to all that. To that I could see that. Like a montage to that music. And I was thinking, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, it's good. That. Yeah, that totally could, I could see that. that. I could yeah. see that. Yeah, without going outside. And I got the end. I got an ending of a film now, really. Ooh, really? Just to, just to contrast your beginning, I've got an end, really. Mm. Um, we've had a we've had a we've had a narrative for as long I don't know fifteen minutes for half an hour two hours. Um, guys being, you know, brought down by something or someone or some organization or his work or just life in general. And this is the one moment in his life where he's gone. You know what? Screw it. And that starts. Yeah. He hands in his he hands in his notice. He kisses the girl. He, you know. You know, something, a real win at the end of a film. Why not? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, um, as we are as we are film and television um, creators-ish, kind of. Yeah. Um, let's move, let's talk about some television. All right, what have you been, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? Um, I've been, really, I've been trying to at least try and watch a film a day. It's not gone well. Yeah. Um, yeah, the last because you know you, you say oh, I'm gonna watch a film a day. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna be. See, that's interesting. I think yeah, I used to watch films all the time, and now that I'm a little older, the different technology has changed and stuff, and like mm-hmm. um, I think that media is more so accessible now, and there's so much of everything's it. on you and at the at your having your tips, isn't it really? Mm-hmm. And it's like there's so much like and there's um it's like the it's like more people are more um got short retention spans as well i suppose you know what i mean in a way because it's like there's so much quick content always just like bam here's a thing bam here's a thing like vine videos and youtube pretty much every youtube video i mean is it still like do they still put a cap on it like for 10 minutes is that still no, like... no 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 youtube's you can have there's like five hours things yeah like, there's things... have to be like a partner with them no 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 that's oh, okay. no, it's gone now that's gone it used to be like that but yeah. um i think they i think they opened realize what they've got google google bought them for a start youtube yeah. and then that means they can expand it to as long as they like i mean you can have five hours of epic sex man <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh right that's yeah it. of course yeah, that's, right, sort of thing. that's where that sort of yeah. thing comes in and that's great i love that because you know sometimes... actually yeah i listen sometimes i listen to like raindrops for 10 hours yeah. while i'm sleeping yeah yeah help me sleep yeah well it's nice it's a nice little bit of ambience in your room but i know what you mean um the thing is there's something about the feature film which is always going to be special to me definitely yeah. um and you know i think that's a really good narrative structure you have to put a plot in two hours i think you know you've got certain limited oh you've got to stretch things in different ways that you never thought you had to mm-hmm. so really i've been trying to get back into feature film again um i watched the third man again 
that's a really good film, um, really classic, um, really classic British London film uh, set in uh, Vienna. And cool. it's, it's about um, it's about a guy called Holly who's gone to see his friend called um, what's he called Harry friend called Harry Lyme, but um, Harry Lyme he's died. He's died. He comes in. He's, he, he, he sees that he, he comes in. It's, uh, I was meant to meet my friend for a job here. Yeah. He goes, oh no, he's dead. Your friend is dead. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, and then it's just Holly investigating what happened. What and happened? That's to my all friend? I'm going to say because if you've not seen it, Third Man's one of the ep- most epic films for just <laughs> build up, and yeah. it's a real film which um, it tells the story of a city as well, like. The, the city of it is beautiful. It's a beautiful place. Um, Fictional city, real city, Vienna. Oh, Vienna. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it, the the shots they used. The you know the music's gorgeous. The soundtrack to Third Man. Mm-hmm. I, I got the music. I got a little music box for my birthday actually, um, with the Third Man tune on it. Aww. But it's, but you know, it's just a film that oozes with life, and it really does. I mean, if there was ever a film that really captivates a city, I think. I'd like to go to Vienna just to see if it did capture the same mood, but you can certainly see someone really cared about what Things have probably changed since then. When yeah. was the film out? This is... Oh, good God. Um, let, me look, let me look that up. Um, I mean, you've got... Um, I mean, Orson Welles wrote it, so... Um, oh, wow. So it's going to be set further back than it is actually filmed. It's 1949. Wow. And it is Vienna, isn't it? I've not been saying it's Vienna for ages and it like, turns out to be like Berlin or something, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, Vienna. I got it right. Hurrah. I just thought I might have embarrassed myself for the last three minutes saying Vienna when it's not actually Vienna. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't seen it, I do recommend If you're not into the whole black and uh, older films, um, I still recommend I think this is probably an entry level for you because um, it's not, it doesn't feel like it's 1949. It feels like it's... Uh, it feels like it's a. It, it feels it, it. It feels there's a whole. Um, there's, the cinematography in it outstanding for its mm. time. Mm. But um, but the yeah. Third man. And um, I watched. Soon. I watched Fear of Drake, which was a Mike Lee film. Oh yeah. And I, again, I'm not going to spoil it because it's. I think if you haven't seen it, or haven't even heard of it. I think you should just look at Fear of Drake on Netflix. Watch it. Don't even think about it. Just watch it. And, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. It's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, Fear of Drake. It's. Um, it's outstanding. It's it's it. Mike Lee just he doesn't let certain actors know certain things in the script until so, they're revealed okay. on set. I love that. So you get genuine reactions. So when from there's a big moment in it, and when when it's revealed, most of the cast don't know about it, and they're just the, the looks of their face are genuine. It's yeah. it's it's absolutely fantastic. Oh, man, that's good. I really recommend it. To, um, so if if you've got British Netflix. Um, it's not definitely on there. I'm not sure about the American and, can, and Canadian other countries, Netflix. What have you been watching then, Terry, my lad? Letters, my lad. Um, I guess... Uh, not that much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Busy. Busy socialising. Oh, look at you, eh? Yeah. This is me because I've got no social life at the moment. <laughs> um, I did watch... Um, I've been watching um, This Is England 90. Ooh. So since the film, there's been a TV series out. A couple of TV series. Really. Yeah, it's been doing it every couple of years, hasn't it? Yeah, well, it's, well, it's set every uh, couple of years. Um, and uh, like the first one was in 84. Now it's up to 90, which is really cool for me personally because it's like, um, although, I was, uh, although I wasn't born until 92, 
I still can recognise some of. The, I can start to recognise some of the sort of subcultures and stuff. You now. can see them starting to make them so, the the sort of foundations that where you grew up into. Yeah. Um, because that's something Shane Meadows does incredibly well yeah. is just absolving you in a time period of like like that's always something that has been uh, because he, he just takes it purely from his life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like so, it's so honest and it's so like sometimes brutally. Um, often brutally. This is honest. what puts me off him really. That I mean, I watched what? eighty. I watched eighty four. Was it? And then um, mm. and that kicked off, and I've just thought, right, Shane, you're a great director. You, I, I recognise this is absolutely brilliant work. Yeah. But I'm just not got the mentality to keep watching <laughs> this. I can't, I'm too mentally unstable. I, for this. I can't. This is upsetting me too much. <laughs> <laughs> that's. Right. The, I suppose that's a that's a credit to himself in his own way, isn't it? Really? Because yeah, life is frigging depressing well, at times, a, isn't it? I mean, this is England is a great film um, in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 just so well designed, and um, as you say, it captures the tone the tone of, of a time where you know a lot of things were happening. And um, yeah, yeah, I mean, and it captures a reality in sort of the East Midlands area as well, which is really weird for me because um, I don't see many films with East Midlands in them. Really, you know, it's usually mm-hmm. either London or Liverpool or you know one of the bigger cities. This is sort of somewhere where I'm familiar with, and putting all these horrible situations going on, it's yeah. a nightmare. But uh, yeah, so it's I'm not I'm not going to say you would specifically want to check out 90 as much then because it's still got a lot hell of a lot of that darkness uh, to it um, I suppose one day I'll, I mean it's the same with but it is it's so fantastically done I mean oh it, but the it, thing, the you thing... know what I keep recognising places from Sheffield in it as well actually. really yeah. oh there you go well, it is shot in Sheffield oh there you are Tate Worms exclusive Sheffield well, locations <laughs> No. But uh, this is going to be last season anyway, here anyway. So. The thing about This Is England, though, I have to admit Shane Meadows has done well. He's, he's made this franchise, which I've you see characters from This Is England grow up for like almost more than half a decade now, isn't it? Like, yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah. they can help, and he's made those characters grow in that time. I mean, yeah, and the cool thing is, as well, it's not like it's easy, and it's not like those characters are just like being changed. They've like, got all their dreams like they come do true, a lot. whatever. You see the struggle and the real like and the push, and, and how even though they have changed, some, they, you still sometimes see in the back mm. in their eyes that the regrets and stuff like that, and the things that they still think about, you know. Like that, pre- that, how they previously thought, how they previous, and and how that affects them and stuff, and so, oh, it's just so real. I need to, like, I need a break every time I watch an episode. That's what I mean. I've, like, needed, I've had to take like a, I've like, I've had to take a two year gap from it. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't, I can't even face eighty six. It was like it's really horrible now as well because of course like I've been watching them. Also, it's like I feel you, like they're my friends. You yeah, know? I feel like you know, I know them. these people like. You know them from the first film. It's I mean, great because he it, did it. He did it well in the first. Oh, I knew those people from the first film. You know, yeah. The fact that he's gone years on with them and developed them even further—that's incredible. Because yeah. this is England as a product on its own. The film is brilliant in its own right. It doesn't mm. even need the series. The fact you've got this like epilogue and all this extra stuff and which makes the world deeper is just incredible. Shane is a great director. I mean, he did a um, once upon a time in the Mid- East Midlands. Uh, is it Once Upon a Time? Yeah, Once Upon a Time. That was Shane Meadows, wasn't it? Yeah. Great film, that. Absolutely love it. Again, yeah. he's a really good feature film director. And I'm not saying that 84 is a bad show. It's a brilliant show. It's just... There's only so much I can watch people go through. <laughs> Maybe that's that, 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 that's the thing, though. It is. It's a harsh it's reality. To, well, it's supposed to be difficult to he's watch. He's done a good you know? job, I mean, hasn't he? That's the point, you know? He's done a good job, then, hasn't he? This Hells, is the thing. yeah. I mean... Oh. 
Yeah, I absolutely love Shane Minnis. So there you are. If you haven't got anything to watch the next couple of weeks, there's a few suggestions right there. The Third Man, um, The Third Man, Vera Drake. Um, this is, this England. is England. If you haven't seen the film, then watch the film. Then all the series. Yeah. Or, if you really fancy. Oh, you know what? You can just you can just go in straight into the series as well if you want to see. Yeah, movies. I think you probably could. Yeah. Or just watch the film. Like also fantastic on its own. Yeah. So there you go. So you can say we're a film and TV podcast now, can't you? I guess because now I we've discussed so, yeah. plenty. Uh, that's something. I'd like to be doing weekly. I mean, if you've got any suggestions for what you'd like to hear, what is to watch. We'd love to hear from you, viewers. Who are you? What are you doing? What are you wearing? Let us know. Feel free to tweet to us. Um, We are hashtag Tate Worms. What do you want from us? What do you you want from us? What do you want us to watch and talk about? Maybe what types of music as well. Like, uh, oh, and especially if you know any bands that would be interested in getting their stuff out there. Exactly. You're very welcome. Go ahead. Send us an an email. What is our email? Um, Tate Worms Inc. At, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Tate Worms Inc. Because Tate Worms was taken, but Tate Worms Inc. <laughs> Tate Worms Inc. But now we're incorporated, Bam. you see. So, um, next song. Yeah, all right. Uh, I've got one for you here. Guy called Turn J. Super. Ac- acoustic guy. Beautiful songs. Uh, I really want to use this song personally oh. in a project. Um, so, I'm taking a chance on letting you guys listen to it. But it's it's just so good. Uh, Let's have a listen. It's called Sunbeams.
off somewhere. Sunbeams off the rocking chair. Turn J there with sunbeams. You're listening to Woody and Letters. You certainly are. Just a reminder. <laughs> just to let you know. Yeah, just in case you slipped off and you thought you were listening to. Wake up. Exactly. Yeah, pay attention. If that song put you to sleep. Yeah, well, enough of that. Yeah. You've got to listen to us no, now. Exactly. We're yeah, back. we're on. Oh, dear. Yeah, exactly. People over there, lovely, relaxing in the sunbeams and whatever. But have then, some words. Have some words. Have some le- <laughs> Have some letters. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you should be called art. You should be words. Have no. Alright. Because well, at least letters came naturally for you. It Words would just be forcing people. It's bad enough trying to get people to call me Woody because it just doesn't happen. Well... They will now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure as soon as my real name... Our fans, will, they'll only know you as Woody. It's, it's, well, they, I said what my name was, but I'm sure... Yeah, they'll sure, know you as Woody. I That's think people... I think, I, this is the thing about my nickname, right? Yeah. I've really tried it for a long time. I mean, at university, there's five Joes, so we had to give me one way, a way to you know, distinguish me from the rest of the other Joes. But Woody. So... But um, I think a lot of the time people will call me Woody for a while. Then as soon as they realise what my name is, they just call me Joe. That's it. You guess you look more Less, like a Joe. I don't think I look like a Joe. Joe's, think, Joe's more of a normal name but, for you. But I'm not. I, I don't think I look specifically normal either. I don't think. Hmm. I don't. I don't. I don't really think. I don't really feel like I look like someone called me Brett. <laughs> I was called this girl Why? I'm working with called me Brett. That's great. She know me for a week as Brett. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have corrected her. No, I should have been Brett for the for the rest of the call. Yeah, be Brett. Keep just live out. I don't. Brett. But I don't. But I don't. Like what do you think Brett st- would be doing right oh, now? Oh God, oh, Brett would probably be. Um, I, don't, I don't. Brett would be doing some bad things. You think Brett's a bad boy? Oh yeah. no, it's in the alliteration again, isn't it? Brett is a bad boy. You know. <laughs> oh dear. No, I mean, yeah, I like Woody them. I think it's simple. It's got my name involved. It came out of naturally. Yeah. So it's just cute. It's no words. Fun. Words. It's kind of nice. But yeah, um, so that was uh, Turn J, by the way. Nice. Lovely. Really relaxing so, again, music. Lovely Link tune. to all of the artists in our... Of course, yeah. Whenever or wherever you're listening to this. WordPress, I hope. Uh, I think it's called oh, yeah. WordPress. It's, it's, it's where I've listened to all the podcasts. Yeah. We'll find it. We'll find we a few places. We could put them on as well, couldn't we? We could, yeah. We could put them loads of places. Um, we could put them... Um, there's a few different places to put podcasts up. Um, I hope I, you'll find out yourself. You'll be there, won't you? Well, I mean, I use Podcast Alley, for example, but that's I don't know. I, why not iTunes? What's wrong with iTunes? iTunes is fine as well. It's just, um, yeah. just uh, yeah, I just don't think I've really approached it in all honesty. But, um, but yeah. So have you seen the new Star Wars trailer? The new one. The brand new one, yeah. Uh, brand I think, unless there's been one literally this morning. Yes, no, I've seen um, the latest one. The, the one the last in the last couple of days, really. The That's... second trailer we're talking about. Then, the yeah. second trailer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, you're not a big fan of Star Wars. I mean, I'm. Well, don't say that. I don't want to be mobbed in the street now. Well, I wouldn't say you're not a fan. Of, you haven't watched many, have you? you no, nah, I've just yeah, I've just been out, been busy doing other things in life. I'm afraid. <laughs> Star Wars does take a lot of your life up if you're a really dedicated fan. I mean, I, I mean, I've watched all the films and I've um, I played a couple of the games and I've read into a bit of the the you know the the well, it's not even the history anymore. It's the, the, it's um, they've destroyed the created universe now to for this new one. Mm. Seven, eight, and nine are coming. J.J. Abrams. I mean, it looks. The thing is, he did. I like. I really thought you know the Star Trek films J.J. did. Yes, I thought they suited Star Wars a lot better than they did Star Trek. I do you know what I mean? Okay, yeah. 
I did, well, because Star Wars is, da, 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 you know, it's loads of stuff having laser swords and guns. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Whereas Star Trek, Star I've more. always known as next generation people, you know, discussing the philosophies yeah. on life and stuff like that. I mean, I guess JJ tried to make it into an action-y film. And really it worked. It, was, it weren't bad. For a mainstream audience, I guess they kind of want that, don't That's they? what I mean, yeah. They were trying to make it work for a new audience. And, uh, you know, I, I think if you try looking at it to be like Star Trek, the original series, with the fake automatic doors, yeah, you're going to be disappointed. It's not like that at all. But yeah. for action flicks, they're good fun. I mean, and the act is, the acting's fine. And um, I like the twist they do with it, you know. Benedict Cumberbatch was brilliant in the in the last one. Oh, I haven't seen the latest. Have you not? Oh, he's, yeah, it's worth it. It's better than the first one, I think. Because I think the first one, they were establishing the new universe and saying, yep, this is how it is now. Yeah. And the second one was just, here's a massive adventure with a villain. You know, it's... I feel it's a bit unfair that J.J. Abrams is... Gets to get Star Trek and Star Wars. Well, he's proven himself That's on Star not Trek. Trek. Come on, give some other directors a go. He's proven himself now, hasn't he? He's proven himself on Star Trek, and now and still, I don't think one man is too much power for one man. I think he's got at least to the... own both the Star Trek universe and the Star Wars universe. Well, he's only doing the first film. He's too not doing power. the other two. He's not doing the other Star Wars films. He's only doing the still, first one. Still, I think he's the best guy to launch it. Cause I think he. He's the most, that Star Trek film was the closest for me recently to look like a Star Wars film. He probably would be really good at it. I mean, he's the he's got the CV, hasn't he? If you were looking yeah. job in a, in a job application for director of Star Wars, J.J. Abrams has got direct experience. Because he's like quite daring to do within things. I mean, I really love Cloverfield. Yeah, I it's really, a great really film. love that film. It's a great film. Like using this sort of Blair Witch Project style handheld stuff, like. It was great. I mean, it worked totally. I didn't think it was going to, but then when I watched it, it did. It felt real. You get surprised by that film, don't you? He knows how. He knows. He, he has such a great balance of like telling you the story and showing you just what you need to show, but still keeping it quite grounded and realistic. Like yeah. I think it comes through really well in Cloverfield. Like because the whole time you're in it, you you connect him with these characters and you believe in it all, even though it's kind of ridiculous. It's like a Godzilla film. You know? well, that's that's how I look. That's how I feel about Star Trek, though the new ones, because mm. logistically, there's like logistically the way they do things in Star Trek makes no sense half the time in the new films, anyway. Um, but it's 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 the feeling that's driving them. It's not the it's 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 it feels like it's down to earth. It feels like we're on the level with Kirk in the new Star Wars films. Like we're being, I can feel the explosion in my face. Star you know? Trek films, yeah. Yeah, the Star Trek films. Yeah, the, I feel like, you know, we spot, when anything action happens in those films, I feel I'm there, you know, with them. Yeah. Which is something which I think he really captures. He really captures the reality of the be of what it feels like to be in those situations. So Star Wars, what are you thinking? Well, the thing about Star Wars was and I like the I, I like the classics the best. Um I don't I like the prequels actually. A lot of people really hate them. You know, passionately because they aren't the spirit of the they aren't like the pre. They're not like the original four, five, and six. They're not, mm-hmm. and you can't. And I don't. I don't look at them as like they're even related half the time. But um, I mean, it's just it does feel like in Star Wars that stuff happens because, you know, you know. I watched a review on this online. Um, that Obi Wan's wearing the robes because he's in the desert. Of course, he's wearing the robes. And yeah. he just happens to have a lightsaber. Lightsabers aren't something that all Jedi use. It's just something that he uses personally and that his apprentice, Starfader, did as well. You know, it, it feels natural. It feels like... It doesn't feel like there's a whole order or religion making him do these things. 
But even then, I really like the prequels as well because I like Liam Neeson. That was the real, real sinker for me in the Phantom Menace. If Liam Neeson wasn't being a Jedi, I wouldn't have liked that film, I don't think. But there's something mysterious and wise about Qui-Gon that right. he looks like an idiot, but he, he really, deep down, he's more like, he's just looking at things in a different way. He looks at things in a bigger picture. Right, but you got none of that for the new film, so how are you feeling about that? <laughs> well... We've got we've got a new we've got a new yeah, di- what do you what do you feel we've got like a new, new trailer that's what we started with we've got so. a new director mm-hmm. and he's got a fresh new look perspective on things and he's proven he can do good action space films yeah, yeah. and he can make and I think I think he can capture if he, he has to go he's going with practical effects which I'm really pleased with because that's going to make it feel a lot more real than uh, apparently CGI. a lot of the film is going to be practical effects yeah yeah a lot good. more than CGI anyway than it was in the prequels anyway the one two and three so which is definitely a good way to go I mean we've seen with Mad Max which uh, the the new one Fury Road um, incredible film incredible way it was made yeah. as well practically like, yeah the just the simplicity of trying of, of going to extra effort to do things practically. And it completely shows. It does, because CGI is great. I'm not going to knock CGI. I really like a lot of CGI is great. Films. It's just, the thing is, it can be overused and it can be... Um, the, well, the thing that people... I don't know why people seem to forget, but you can tell. You really can. I can tell when something's CGI. Yeah. I can tell when something's made on a computer and I can tell when something's real. It's not just about the graphics. It's about the way things move it's an and art. the weight to them. It's know? an art to itself, isn't it, really? I mean, one of the best films for me in CGI was Toy Story. And do you know why? Mm. Because it's about plastic toys. Yeah. So you're animating yeah, yeah. plastic toys. And because CGI looks plastic, it really, really works. It works perfectly. Yeah. It worked. You couldn't fault it, could you? Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's the new Jurassic Park film, Jurassic World. I mean, yeah. if you haven't seen it, I'm not going to spoil it, but I didn't come in there for the story. I didn't come in there for you know character development. I came to see dinosaurs fighting. Yeah. And I got that, but I don't think it didn't feel as real. I don't, uh, I don't know if that's because they rely too much on CGI or. Um, so I'm not sure how much practical effects was in the Jurassic Park film, the original. But um, there was oh, more. Oh, in the original, I think, definitely more than there is in, in Jurassic, Jurassic World. World yeah. I think there's one in Jurassic World when there's one where there's like a dinosaur breathing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. And that was the best bit. That in was the, the whole best film. bit in the whole film. Exactly. They should have done that a lot more. I mean, there's bits where the frigging raptors' heads are in the cages, yeah. literally not even moving, and it was like, why did you bother CGIing that? It looks fine. I don't think it looks fine. I can tell that it's CGI. Well, that's what, well this is what... Well, well, it looks so much better if they got some puppetry in there and like move its lips. Like, it's just expensive, isn't it? And CGI is the really cheap option, cheap option of doing for these practical effects. Because you could make really good realistic... I'm hoping it's what this new Star Wars film is going to be, though. It's going to be the pinnacle of yeah. practical effects like in the modern era. again, and they're going to like... Well, they... Well, have you seen the little robot they've distributed? I can't believe that's real. Yeah, that's it's real. amazing. I mean, clearly, it's, it's not going to all be real because no, I, there's, a, there's that no. shot from the you first can't. trailer when it's zooming in the you, desert. You can't. There's no way that's practical. It should be used as a piece of kit. But it looks like most of the shots, at least, of like the new, what's it called? BB something? BB4, something like that. I'm not sure of his name, but the little robot. Yeah, that's a... Yeah, the new C-3PO. Because they could make I mean, something. The new R2-D2. R2-D2. Yeah, the new, the new mascot character. But, um, yeah, that, but that, I think that's going to add the edge to it, which makes it better than the prequels, because it's not all relying on the CGI. It feels like someone's really handcrafted something. Yeah. To, or designed something. Yeah, yeah, and that's, 
And that it, it's worth that extra effort because I believe it more then. That's all I'm saying. And that's what that. I mean about this new films. I mean, the, the original 4, 5, and 6 Star Wars, you could see the costumes were made and you could see, you know, the yeah. Ewoks, for example, in episode 6. Yeah. Yeah, they look like little bears, don't they? they yeah, they're adorable. Yeah, they're brilliant, but that's all practical, isn't it? That's yeah. not CGI. And that really works. Uh-huh. More of that, please. And I'm thinking, I'm hoping JJ is going to be the one to sh- set the benchmark for films nowadays, mm. in that use CGI, yeah, please do, because it really does help storytelling well, so much, but use it as, an, as something to help storytelling, not yeah. something to rely on completely, like Jurassic World, yeah. or any of these new sort of films. Yeah. I think that um, CGI should be used sparingly, only when there's li- when you literally cannot do it any other well, way. Life of Pi was really good, CGI-wise, wasn't it? Oh yeah, like wasn't the, lo- the tiger CGI the whole time, wasn't it? Exactly. I mean, the, and the individual hairs. See, that's on... better. That's better, at least, than doing like a, a a mix, because it would have been obvious then where it was fake and where it was real. But it, it having it having it CGI from the get go made you get used to the CGI. Type. That and it was really. I mean, that took a lot of people losing their jobs at the end of it to get that product out there. So what do you mean? What happened? Oh, there was a massive crash in the um, visual editing business after that film. Really? Because the small studios that did it um, with the bigger ones got just they went bankrupt, and the people who did the animation didn't get paid. I don't know the details really, but there was a whole big thing about it. Um, wow. When they when they won the Oscar, the editors were gonna say might have said something, but they were cut off. That's what a lot of people think. Dang. But um, I don't know the details, so I'm not going to try and speculate on them. Yeah. But um, if I mean, surely someone out there knows. Owen, if you're listening, you'll know. Give us, give us the, <laughs> fe- give us the feedback on oh, our yeah. page. You better be listening. Yeah, you best be listening. Um, I think we've been talking for ages. So shall we put another song on? Go on then. Here's another one for you. Absolutely brilliant. What is it? Doesn't matter what I did 
That was the magic flute there. Um, that's a that's an old favorite. We love ours. we love we love this band so much. Uh, that song was called When I'm Dead. Um, They've got a lot of good songs, Magic Flute. They, you know, it's just that sort of quirky comedy sort of thing. I love them. Um, and in fact, we are actually going to be producing a music video for them very soon. Yeah, we're in talks. We're in the pre-production <laughs> stage doing a music video for them. For one of their songs. So uh, stay tuned for that. Keep an eye out on the uh, Facebook page, the Tate Worms, and um, keep an eye out on the Twitter and whatever social media we have. Yeah, check us out. We are, I mean, we are Tate Worms. That's our... That's the best way to find us. But if, yeah. if you're struggling, Tate Worms Inc. is another way to go, you know, mm-hmm. that's another easy way to find us. Uh, there'll be links. There'll be links to on our Facebook page, all the other, um, all the other social networks as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're on this podcast, of course, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the links to the, all the pages as well. Oh yeah, of course. Naturally, of course. yeah, we want to get we want to get the buzz going because um, we want to start making this a business as well. We want to start, you know, doing this for real, making our living off this somehow. You capitalist pig. I yeah all right I am I am I'm realistic about this and I actually want you know well I you know because I I mean I don't know I, I you just this there'd be something great about being able to do this sort of thing and get paid for it. oh gosh yeah but that's is, a, that's looking like it's gonna be a long way down the line well but uh, this is hopefully well, gonna be a weekly thing as well so like this tune podcast, in next week this podcast is uh yeah this podcast is we're hoping to keep one out every sort every Friday Saturday time. Yeah. We're a bit loose on the... We're not going to be heavy scheduled because our lives aren't heavy scheduled at the moment, really. No. <laughs> it's a bit up in the air at the moment about what we're doing and when we can actually just sit down in the room together and talk for an hour. Yeah, But, um, but yeah, so um, lots of cool, cool things to come. We're going to try... Loads, and... of, loads of projects coming up. Uh, a few projects we're editing at the moment. A few mm-hmm. projects mm-hmm. that we're... We're going to try and keep... Um... I'm going to... I was going to say I'm going to let people know about film competitions. Yeah. There's anything going on in so that we can sort of if you are filmmakers and you're watching and you're interested in anything, I'll try and each week say a little, at least a little something about what's going on in the world, um, what you can maybe be a part be of. Be entering and, and, you yeah. know, and what grants you could be going towards as well. Yeah, you never yeah, know what you can get out of this. So you never know. This is the thing. It's about keeping trying, keeping creative and keeping, you know, just keeping that part of you f- fulfilled. Oh, keeping that creative spark alive. Fulfilled. Exactly. Keeping that creative fire in you alive. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying not to sound like a pretentious old man because I'm 23 and I've not really done much. But, you know, I'm trying my best. That's the thing. I'm trying my best to do exactly that personally. And, you know. Well, we're all on this, just on this big blue marble. Journey. On this journey together. This big blue marble that we call Earth. You know, just going to try and like, do the best we can, you know. <laughs> exactly. What a beautiful way to end the show. <laughs> so, um, as I said, check the Facebook page. Um, please subscribe to anything that we have. Or do yeah. This is Woody and Letters. Keep, it good, keep a good eye out for the next episode next week. Um, we are tapeworms. We are tapeworms. Yeah. What else is that to say? We are tapeworms. We are tapeworms inside your stomach. Whatever. Absolutely. Love, love. <laughs> uh, your VHS tape. <laughs>